Eagle Plus, episode 17, Woods in Spanish. Welcome to Ego Plus, and today's a very nice episode because we have here uh, Yuli that's helped me out as a co-host today for the very first time because before she came in as a guest, but you know, gang, circa, you already know. And today we have... Tommy Madeira. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Nice to be with you guys today. Of course, I let you introduce yourself because I, I know your name is... Is Brie, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't know if she has, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's just the name I use for, you know, like, social media platforms, shows, things like that. But, yeah. like, everybody I know in person or, like, friends, I let them call me Brie. Like, Got you. Got you. So, uh, and how, how is that? Do people come up to you and, like, address you as, like, oh, you're Tommy there? Like, Well, if you're, like, one of the homies, yeah, you'd be like, oh, Brie. Um, but if you don't know me, they'll just first, like, offer up, come up to me and be like, oh, Tommy, like, are you Tommy? And I'm like, yeah. Usually it's always that. I'm like, yeah, nice to meet you. Like, And so. where, where, where did you, like, get that name from? So Tommy came from always, like, from when I was young. Like, my friends would call me Tommy because I would dress like a tomboy. So oh, okay. that was just, like, a funny name, like, they just came up with. And then um, me and my friend Jojo... Um, back then, like, we would just always smoke, like, a bunch of backwoods, and we are trying to come up with a name, because I told her when I did shows, I wanted to have a separate name, but I didn't want to use my government, or, like, my real one. Gotcha. And she's like, okay, well, let's come up with something, and we're, like, in the middle of the hotbox, and I was like, okay, we can use Tommy, I guess. She's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) And then, since we always smoked, like, a bunch of backwoods, I was just like, woods in Spanish is madera. So I was Ah, just like, okay. okay. So, and I just added it, and then I liked the way it sounded, so I was just like, okay. And it was cool, because every time I'll come on stage to perform, or people would see me it was they expected like a boy to come on stage yeah. or like you know but it was just me no that's dope <laughs> that's so, really yeah. dope that's thank a you, that's a dope you. flip i would never <laughs> yeah. and it does you're right because certain names because honestly i'd be trying to figure that out like every time still to this day like all right what, what's my like the stage name or at name gonna like be yeah like, like what and then you end up like changing the at name but you're like oh no i missed the old one so let me just go back to that old one like it's it's conflicting i feel like especially for like if you're any type of creative you're trying to like exactly because you want to find something so fitting and i feel like i changed it so many times before but then once i came up with this one it was like okay this stuck and then now it's been like addressed to me for so long and i've used yeah. it for so long that it's just staying you know got you and how long how long has it been since like you know this is your this probably is your like, alias <laughs> probably like 26 i think like i used the name only tommy like maybe like 2015 yeah and then 2016 is when like tommy madera came about when i started doing shows and things like that gotcha. and for the audience you're a dj right yeah i'm a dj so i know that's super interesting because like so obviously it's like it's the obvious all right you're a, you're a woman and like mm-hmm. you said everyone is expecting you to be a dude, especially with your name, when they call you out or anything. And then, so, like, what's that? Are, like, fans, like, or the audience members kind of surprised or, like, they immediately start, you know, thinking some type of way about you? I feel like there's always a standard, you know, because it's, like, 
when it's like, oh, it's a girl. It's like, oh, shit, she's a girl. Like, when it comes to a guy, it's like, oh, whatever. Like, it's already, like, a yeah. casualty kind of thing. So it's cool, like, coming out with, like, a different kind of, like, energy or just a different name in general or, like, just... Even though it at first it's something like that still grasps attention, you know what I mean. People are still gonna pay attention to it, uh, be interested in it. So like, and I really like it. So, um, it's a genuine like liking, and um, how would I say like, I feel like the name fits me so well that uh, like you said, like after a while it becomes like a part of you, like yeah. it's who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, how is it being a woman in like a male dominated industry, like? I know a lot of people associate DJs with being, you know, guys. So to see a girl, I think it's badass. But like, do you feel like you have to work 10 times harder? Like, yeah, I feel like I have to work 10 times harder in all aspects, like even like just marketing or whatever, because, you know, a lot, especially women, they have certain ways of marketing and it's hard to get, you know, um, noticed in a platform where so many people are doing the same thing. And especially being a girl is actually adding even more like difficulty to the whole process and situation but it's kind of more motivating and like uplifting for me knowing that even though I have to work 10 times harder it's all for a good reason in the end or like I love the reasoning behind it that even though I'm a girl like I can still do what men do and still do it at their level at their standard you know so and because like you said I feel like being a girl People would like when you bring up the marketing aspect, I feel a lot of people would automatically be like, all right, she has to like find out a way to sexualize yeah, herself. Yeah, man, to- they want to see ass and tits, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm straight up 4'10", you feel me? I'm built little. Like, <laughs> so it's not all that. And um, like, um, for example, I really appreciate artists who even though like artists like Quay Libre, Rico Nasty, things mm-hmm. like that, like even though like they're small, they still bring that energy that's so big. Yeah. And like you feel it when they walk in the room or their aura is just exactly. So even though like, um, I don't always want to like, uh, custom myself or make myself have to follow like the things that would usually bring more attention or like, for example, sexualizing myself and things like that. Like I'm all for it, you know what I mean? Like, girls who work in the sex industry, girls, strippers, all that. Like, OnlyFans, get your bag. Like, it's all of that. Um, But, you know, um, it's not for, like, everybody. And I feel like me, like, I love all that. But um, I come with a different kind of... How would I say it? I don't know how to explain it. It's just not you. Yeah, it's just not me, you know? So (laughs) it's hard because it's like... Oh well, if you did do this, you probably would have more attention. Like, for sure. If you did do this, you could. And I see it for sure, but I rather always maintain more organic, and I rather always stay more authentic to myself. Because in the end, like I want to be able to say everything I did was all genuine and yeah. like all me, a hundred percent. I really fuck with that because I feel like as a woman and as a creative too, sometimes you know with everything going on, people can be like, oh, maybe you if you did this, you'd be bigger, like you said. Exactly. But it's also if I did this, I wouldn't be myself. So I appreciate hearing that because I feel like a lot as creatives, sometimes we can fall into the pressure of like doing what everybody else is doing. And it's like, that's cool. It might work for them, but it's not you and it's not going to make you internally happy. Exactly. And I feel like uh, since um, a certain period of time, especially like in the Florida scene or whatever, there's been a lot of changes and like it's completely different. You know what I mean? Like the underground is different. The mainstream is different. Artists that are coming out, um, the types of music. So I feel, um, sorry, I just blanked out. <laughs> but I feel like when, 
women certain do certain things, like it's kind of like overlooked. Yeah. So I feel like people would second guess it yeah. before they listen to it. They're, they'll be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, that's cool. But they won't be as attracted to it as um, just, you know, as a male or yeah. whatever. And it's not even about that, you know what I mean? But because uh, men do fire shit, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Like yeah. there's a whole bunch of men in the industry that are literally goaded, they're amazing, they do what they do. Um, but they've had the luxury to like not be like exactly. so oppressed. Exactly, <laughs> because it's like always, I, I don't want to have to be that person that's like, oh, I did this because I had to. Yeah. Or for this reason, like, um, I always just want to stay true. You know, I feel like even though I, I'm willing to take my time with the process and like willing to do um, things that, I'm only I'm okay with and like avoid all that other shit just yeah. so that you know I can end up being content with what I have in the end as my result. Of yeah, because I feel like low key like a lot of people like men and women are gonna look back at their end of, end of their careers and kind of like either cringe or regret doing a lot of things they did 100%. simply because they're like oh I just know this is gonna get hot like immediately. Hundred percent. And I feel like I'm always, uh, like, ever-changing. Like, I always have a bunch of different new ideas or, like, one minute I want to do this. And that's also, like, my problem a lot. Like, I'll go from <laughs> one minute having a complete block for, like, two months. And then one day I'll snap out of it and be like, you know what? I'm going to do this and this and this and yeah. this. So it's cool. Like, even aside from DJing, I, I'm, like, currently getting into, like, clothing. Um, I work, like, at a resale sneaker store, like, down in Winwood, so yeah. I'm into, like, sneakers, and it's actually, I've always been into sneakers, like, my sisters um, always had me into that since I was, like, at a young age, mm -hmm. so it'd be, like, a dream or, like, um, a goal of mine to design my own or have my own collaboration with Nike and or Jordan one day, Yeah. or do some, like, you know, Air Kai stuff kind of thing, like, I really want to do that, and so hopefully soon, like, I can start on that process. So... Tell me if I'm wrong, but do you originally come from New York? No, I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh, wow. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, I'm from Connecticut. I moved from there when I was, like, seven, so I'm pretty much, like, you know, homegrown Florida kind Florida, of thing. yeah. But for sure, I would always go back to Connecticut, Um, so it was, like, a cool balance. And usually, like, I'd always be in New York because Connecticut, like, you just take it's the train. It's right there. It's right <laughs> yeah. there. Like, you always go to New York to do stuff. So it's cool coming from two different kind of like backgrounds and like upbringings and like being able to use it in like one whole platform. What's your background? Like your parents? My parents are Colombian. Both are from Medellin. So yeah. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, I have a very vast like family when it comes to like ethnicities and races. Like, and they were in Connecticut? Wow. Yeah, like <laughs> first it was they were in Medellin and then they came down to Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and then it was Connecticut and then my sisters, I was the last baby. My sisters, um, my mom had me at 40. So all my sisters were my age now, like 20. And yeah. then randomly my mom was just like, oh, yeah, there's another one. And they were like, what? <laughs> like, after, yeah. So that was just me. And then my sister was, I guess, um, going to do FIU. Mm -hmm. Like, she was going to go to school in FIU. So she convinced my parents, like, yo, come out to Miami. And, yeah, we ended up coming here. But I'm glad we did because... Connecticut's cool and on. It's dope and it's right next to the city, but man. Yeah, no, it's different. Miami's a vibe. Yeah. I feel like, especially for creative people. Exactly. I mean, I feel like LA is a little bit more, but and we're good here but too. But especially yeah. right now, because like you said, uh, the Miami scene, like music wise, creatively, it's the, I've been telling people, like, especially these last, I want to say five years, Miami has a 
strong influence, at least musically, in what's been happening. And it's sad because, you know, some of the artists either have passed or, like, constantly locked up. So they weren't Mm. able to, like, fully realize that impact for themselves. But I'm pretty sure everyone else who's who has been seeing these artists come from, like, you know, their neighborhoods are going to take that with them and go forward. And that's what's so motivating and, like, what inspires me most because when I first started DJing, it was, like, small shows. Like, my first show was in a pop-up called The Color Block. Mm. And it was super cool. It was kind of, like, freelance. So I got to do my own set, do whatever I wanted to do. And then that day plugged me into, like, a whole bunch of different people and, like, you know, opportunities. Um, And then that led to me doing the first shows for, like... um, xxx and like ski mask and oh, like wow. members only so i used to do mostly all those shows like yeah. with my friend heartbreak um he's also a dj shout out heartbreak and um back then it was always kind of like back to back so it was like members only i had done like a trap circus like when kodak had like this was like a long like when young boy was like first coming up when wow. cardi b hadn't i think she had just dropped like kodak <laughs> yellow so it was that kind of stuff that yeah. we were doing at the time and I would do shows for like Rob Banks and Zoe Curry, um, like Lucky, Sababy, like back then all those artists. So seeing um, artists such as XXX and uh, Ski and all these people go yeah. from doing these warehouse shows with no air conditioning, yeah. like $5 tickets, yeah. kind of like in the middle of like Pompano from selling out fucking arenas in LA to doing like yeah. tours around the country and all of that and seeing how they it was so local and so like how it, like it was so close to you yeah. that you felt like damn this really isn't impossible you know what I mean yeah. like, this is so possible and it's so capable of me doing this and I feel like they really set a wave mm-hmm. um aside from you know like just south that underground scene in south florida i think from 20 like 14 2013 to like 2017 yeah really created um i feel like a blueprint for a lot of artists today especially the whole soundcloud exactly the soundcloud era was miss prime like it was golden it was amazing and i'm really happy to have started up then because it's like seeing the progression and things even though it, i don't want to say it went south but it changed in a way where it's harder for me to like resonate and genuinely like it yeah because like um even though i like uh, music is always good and there's always new music coming out and all of that i kind of do miss maybe the how like in unison florida was back, back then, then yeah. so it was always like project after project yeah. and this artist dropped and this artist had a show and everybody was out there, you know what I yeah. mean? And it, it was like, they were like elevating and then it kind of just stayed there yeah. and then X passed and then shit kind of just went weird. Yeah. And then the domino effect. Exactly. Yeah. So it, um, I've done a few shows since like X is passing, but around that time like the whole scene kind of just changed so i kind of drifted away from it i did a few shows after that like so maybe i did a lucky show um but it hasn't even been the same like especially with um underground shows we don't have much of them anymore Mm -hmm. there used to be a location called grand central back then where there would have all like the underground shows like this was like flapper zombies clockwork indigo time like way back when um and since then, I feel like like it's even hard to catch these artists live now. And like yeah. I feel like everyone needs to drop to 
a certain standard and it's almost like everything kind of sounds the same yeah so it's like so and i was about to ask that because you know like with all these like all the artists you mentioned coming and setting a new wave Mm -hmm. do you feel like uh these other artists these other local artists are kind of you know they they have the right intentions in mind by like kind of emulating these other like south florida legends Mm -hmm. at this point but do you feel like it's making the culture like stagnant because they're focused too much on like all right i want to be like such and such and 100 percent, yeah i do kind of feel like a constant speed or like a just like a constant motion from the south florida scene in general because like i said like everything i want to do is going to be authentic and if i don't like it i don't care how much you're paying me i don't care who you are i don't care what you think you can offer me i don't care like i've been around like the best of the best and you feel me i've done shows that are like grime and either way i love everything and i know how to maneuver around it but the reason i love staying authentic is because a lot of these artists go commercial because they feel the pressure to go commercial because i get it you want your money you want you know you want to provide for your family yeah yeah, and you want the cars and everything whatever i get it but there's also like a loss i feel in your character that comes along with that because you're molding yourself to become a complete different person from what you began with you know what i mean of course um question how did you get into djing like how did this all start yeah like so my sisters like they were um like teenagers kind of like 18 19 like back in like the 90s so they me growing up they would put me onto all like old school music like biggie yeah. wu-tang all that so i loved um like my aunt i drive around listening to like 50 cent like every time like every day she'd watch me i love 50 cent those were my favorite rappers like yeah. and um so they all kind of put me on and like again coming from connecticut kind of like an east northeast type of thing yeah kind of vibe like it's different over there and then you come down to florida and you get like a different flavor yeah so i always loved hip-hop it's a different kind of wu-tang i remember when i came from new york to here i was like wu-tang i was like you mean (laughs) (laughs) wu-tang exactly bro so i went like um I would go to all these concerts and like I remember being like 13, 14, being at fucking Rob Banks and like Puya yeah. concerts and like my mom, my parents had no idea. I was just like, oh, can I go to a concert? And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, like be safe, con cuidado. And, <laughs> and like I'll come back, like shoe missing, like yeah, that shit was fucking awesome. Bruised the fuck up, he was in the mosh. In a mosh pit. Yeah, <laughs> oh so I just kept going and it created like this sense of like inspiration i guess because i was really connected and really tapped into the florida scene at the time even though i wasn't doing music um i would like to say like i knew a lot of people and a lot of people already knew me so i felt like okay i have this large following like people fuck with me like just because of my style or whatever my music taste so i'm like what can i do with this and Mm -hmm. music has always been like my main passion like i've done sports i've done art all of that but music is like a different feeling you know like that shit you feel in your soul yeah. kind of thing so um i was like all right i want to do something and i realized like okay i think i want to dj like i want to be able to control um crowd energy and like be able to like you know make people happy with music yeah and be able to perform and have people generally fuck with my song selection so i ended up being like i was like 
you know, I was like 15, 16. I was just in my room. I had like this little Apple computer like, in the corner <laughs> of my room. That's all you need. Yeah, That's straight up. And I think I downloaded like this DJ software thing. <laughs> I mean, no B-pad, no turntables, nothing. No setup, nothing. Yeah. Just fuck it. I'm going to make a mix. Yeah. And I did like one of my first mixes and it came became pretty popular, like, I guess, within like the areas. Like, so I was like, all right, I'm going to just keep doing them or yeah. whatever. Without um, actual turntables, too. Like, without it was just actual turntables, exactly. So I was just like, okay, I just like the way it sounds. I'm going to just keep doing them. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of my inspiration also comes from movies. Like, I'm, I can sit and watch movies for hours mm-hmm. and hours, like, all day. I feel that. Um, so a lot of my mixes on SoundCloud are, I sample a lot of movie scenes. So, like, oh, I have, dope. So I have, like, a Push and Tony mix where a lot of, there's a, you'll hear a lot of Scarface scenes, like, one of my favorite movies. Like, for example, like... Um, even things that I like, like Lil Wayne, I did, um, a mix, um, I can't recall. It's called I Can't Recall Mix and it's oh, from when his, Lil Wayne did the deposition <laughs> and they're asking him questions that have like the whole deposition cut in there just cause, um, like a Lauren Hill speech about love for like yeah. his love mix. So I always do like, you know, pertaining content to my sound, but I love to kind of incorporate everything that I like yeah. love into my music too. Cause like, why not? So it gives it more flavor, you know. Yeah, it adds yeah. your your personality. Yeah, it makes it you. Yeah. Um, I had a question. I literally just <laughs> I guess I was thinking about it. No. How would you describe your sound to me? I've never interviewed, like, I've never actually like sat down and talked to mm-hmm. a DJ, so it's like super cool. Like, I'm intrigued. Well, my sound, I mostly do like hip-hop rap i like to mix with that um i also like to play around with like now um more experimental stuff so soon coming up in my music i'd like to incorporate and my friends are my family's from colombia i was about to ask you i love the sound of cumbia i was about to ask you i was like be able to like mix cumbia with like an 808 and just make it sound really nice that's so dope i love to see like the merging of cultures yeah because it shows that like Eres de aquí, like, yeah. Exactly. Sometimes you feel and like that's why I fuck with artists kind of like Bad Bunny and things like that. Even though like I'm not 100 knowledgeable, but like all his mm-hmm. music, I'm not the biggest fan. Like I really do respect him and his music and his style and everything because also coming from like Latin culture and things like that, yeah. it's very um like again culture oriented and like it's kind of like it reflects your morals. Yeah, yeah, you know, your upbringing and so when he first came out it's kind of like a wild card because in colombia like you put out bad bunny he's like oh he paints his nails he does all this he says yeah. all this nasty stuff yeah, yeah and they're like whoa like the way he dresses like yeah. but it's almost like still can't stop watching him you yeah know what I mean? it's- and he gives kids like a sense of like comfortable like comfortability to be yourself to yeah. be themselves <laughs> like, yeah. he's literally the definition of y'all look at exactly like, like yeah. he does whatever the fuck he wants and I love people like that I love people who don't you know follow a standard or a construct who are 100% themselves and I love that feeling when it's like you know when people make music for themselves and because they sat there through the whole process and they created it and they genuinely made this sound out of some crazy part in their brain that's amazing and yeah. then you can tell 
when someone's just duplicating copy yep. and paste, copy yeah. and paste music, copy and paste music. But. I'm really into reggaeton, so when I talk to a lot of my friends that like do music and producers and stuff, we always talk about it. We're like, you can tell when somebody does something from their heart and that they exactly. like it instead of like someone that okay, yeah, they're commercial and they just want to make money, exactly. you know. And that's what makes I feel like Bad Bunny stands out from like exactly. every other reggaetonero. Yeah. He does. He really does. And that's also what I feel like, even though it may be harder and the process is a little bit longer when you stay true to yourself, I feel like in the end, it has such a bigger impact. For sure. Because, again, like, not everybody is unique. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, that's sad to say, you know what I mean? But some people base their lives on following an idea like or like you know or what other um, people following think. the norm yeah. yeah following the norm or following the basics just to get by and like i'd rather not you know what i mean you get the same 24 every day for like yeah. what 100 years like if that <laughs> might yeah. as well fucking like make the most out you're lucky to see 100 years we we i'm pretty sure we all have history of diabetes yeah, and shit in our family. <laughs> <laughs> this life is crazy man you better make some shit out yeah of some different shit that'll make you pop would you ever love to play in, in Medellin, in Colombia? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because the clubs over there, like, they love hip-hop. They I want to go so bad. And my family over there, they have, like, a three-story house. So it's, like, my uh, family lives on, in the bottom house, in the middle house, and my uncles live, and then I'm top my other uncle with his family. And I have a cousin over there, and he was... Um, one day I was, like, getting ready. I went over there um, before COVID in October uh, for the pandemic hit, and I stayed there for, like, a month and one day i was getting ready in the morning and i heard my little cousin like just playing like on his xbox he's playing x like from up top and he's oh, playing damn. like a bunch of like artists from here and he's like listening to future and, shit. Yeah. and i'm like what <laughs> i'm like okay like i'm like do you guys i'm like so there's obviously like a following here in colombia for this yeah. they're like oh my god xxx like and then he said snap and he's like he's like you did shows for him and at first he didn't believe me and i'm like yeah i did a show for him he's like yeah. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I'm like, I'm for real. And I had to like show him the videos. He's like, oh my God. Because for them, they're so far removed. That's what yeah. Saying, yeah. But that's what's so amazing because it's like, that's so possible. Like yeah. for someone to view you in that light, like, oh my God, you saw him. You And you know what I mean? Like they were a local that, that made something out of yourself. And even that feeling, even that like, oh, I know someone who saw such and such. Of is course. Like, it's and like it's contagious. We're like million, like bro thousands of miles away yeah me? like and it's like here you are like just playing a did song they know yeah. does he know english or does no, your no no like, and he's he'll still say like, some words like he loves like the fucking he loves the like the cursing of it so he'll be like yeah this is my shit and then you'll just hear him like fucked up, fucked up. but uh, i like that because it's like it shows how music can touch anybody it doesn't exactly. matter if you know the language or not you exactly. know if you, if you vibe with it you, you vibe with it exactly that's so that's dope. it's like a feeling for sure it's like an like a like a true feeling and um i think it's crazy how some people don't feel that like you ever know that feeling when like you first listen to an album from an artist you really like and then there's like that one beat yeah and you're just like oh my god like you <laughs> yeah. feel it like you get goosebumps and yeah, shit. You, yeah like some people can just listen to music and nothing and it, yeah, it doesn't noise. yeah so i'm like truly you know like blessed and happy to have that connection with music because i feel like that i don't know I, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I love music. But it's like, do you really, like, love music? Because the concept of music itself, like, the concept of sound itself is insane. Yeah. So the fact that 
that frequency, like just changing frequencies can bring us like joy, sadness, yeah. anger, like make us like ramped up or like down. Like it's a crazy feeling. Yeah. It's insane that you're saying that because it's like, I used to like, I used to, I've always loved music, but it's like, once you start hanging around with people that do music and produce music and you're in the studio and everything, mm -hmm. yeah. now it's like when I listen to a song, the first thing I'm listening to is the beat. Exactly. And it's yeah. like, okay, you know, whatever. And then it's like, they tell me, they're like, yo... How do you know? Like, I'll be like, oh, this riff or whatever. Like, yeah. How do you know about that? I'm like, oh, I did a producer. like, you know. But I feel like <laughs> now you listen to the beat and you're like vibing with it. And exactly. then they put like the lyrics and you're like, you, you see the process. The, yeah. yeah, you appreciate you know? the final product of what they made and stuff. So it's a like, that's also a big part. Because before when I first came to like making stuff in my room. Yeah. And then it was like, I did that one show. And then I plugged up with a whole bunch of different people. And they're like, oh, come to the studio. Or like, we could spin. Or like, we could do this. Or mm -hmm. I'm going to get you on this show. Or like, we have a show next week. You should do it. So it was just like, okay, fuck, like, I need to, like, because yeah. it was like, I was I just on a schedule a, shit. I, yeah, because it went from, like, buying software, getting turntables, now you're doing shows. So it was like, I need to, like, catch up. I need to catch Real up, quick. you know what I mean? And again, I was only, like, 16, 17. Wow. So it was a feeling of me having to, like, race to catch up with these, like, 20 extreme year olds. DJs, yeah, 20-year-olds <laughs> doing, like, you know, world tours yeah. for whoever. And it's like, okay, I need to, like, catch up, catch up, but... Then I realized, like, I want to be very patient and careful with my process. Like, I want to be sure yeah. of everything. Because, again, like, I'm always kind of bouncing around. Mm -hmm. So even though I love music, I do have connects and other things. So I just want to make sure everything balances out, like, fine. And, yeah, so, like, being, like, with my boyfriend, he does a lot of styling and fashion. So he kind of brought me in deeper into that. And I was always into, like, you know... um, Kind of just getting fly, just wearing clothes, <laughs> like, whatever, things like that. But then I met him and it was kind of more he um gave me insight for like a deeper appreciation of clothes and like yeah. pieces and the way he looks at clothes touches it like says the difference in the colors or like even small details in clothes textures so, yeah and it's always like an interest i'm pretty much interested in anything creative like anything yeah. creative so as soon as i see something i want to like put my hands on it right away um so that's also a cool aspect um, we styled for a music video um, for this artist, uh, Hey Gonzi, um, at Hey Gonzi. He's pretty cool. He does, um, he's a very talented artist. He makes amazing music. His um, sound, I feel like, is kind of different. Mm -hmm. um, but him and Trey, Trey Bangod, they make really good music together. Um, we did a styling for a music video they did not that long ago, maybe like a month ago. And or what like a month and a half ago i have like yeah like time kind of just yeah I'm like, especially now yeah especially now. yeah this is a cliche question but <laughs> would you ever see yourself like do you sing do you rap do you do what do you ever want to like yeah i was about you know? to ask like i didn't want to ask because i don't want you to be like oh my god like it's, no, it's, it's interesting you, like, because like I, when you said you, you when you said you want to do music and you just immediately jumped to djing for me i would have been like all right let me just rap or produce or make a beat because <laughs> yeah. like, at first i was like i was like damn i mean i was like to rap you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah. it's like fuck like and i feel like you know what like i actually like writing mm. i'm not gonna lie i have written and i have tried music We've all i feel written like some I raps. Would, yeah like in the she note, can rap because <laughs> like, i like writing and it's like okay this isn't hard but then it's like all right no like what if i put this out and it's all bomb like and you I'm, do shows and you i know but people. it's like i want to i want to be very like i'm like bro if i ever make music like 
if I ever do decide to make music, I'm like, believe that the song I drop is gonna be a fucking banger. Though. What's your zodiac <laughs> sign? Because you're giving me I'm Virgo a, vibes. I'm a Gemini. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like everywhere. Like, so I'm like, yeah. I'm Gemini in my chart, and that's why I'm everywhere. But I'm a Virgo. But. Every time someone's like, you're a Gemini, I'm like, yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Damn. But I mean, because I mean, the good thing is, you know, good and bad thing is music is very much accessible to everyone now. Like to able to do music, like I literally started making beats off of like, you know, when they used to start selling those like um, the mini notebooks, okay. like it was like half an actual laptop. Okay, I, see what you're I had fruit Loop, Fruity Loops on <laughs> okay. a mini like HP. I see. So I'm saying like, Luckily now, if you ever do decide to like go, that you have route, the resources and the no connect. pressure at all. But I like, I tried <laughs> producing with like fucking Ableton and shit. I was like, why would I start on Ableton? Wow. This is like rocket science. I promise you, just start on FL. FL is like the best like Thanks. starter producer uh, software, in my opinion, because it's like when you open it up, you'll see this. Sh- the shit is right there. The beat pattern, you just. To click some uh, patterns. I'll get and into you're it. Good. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. summer I definitely want to expand. So I'm going to just spend my time doing like a bunch of things that, yeah. you know, I've been saying I want to do, but I never end up doing it. <laughs> so like music, like as for like performing artist type of music, I would, I would like to try it. Like maybe not now because it's kind of like, I, again, it has to be like one day where I'm like, fuck it. I'm on my cons- like, yeah. comfort zone. I'm going to do it. Like, <laughs> So I'll go for it, um, but I really do want to be like conscious and like. Um, you want to make sure it's quality stuff. Yeah, I want to yeah. make sure it's quality. Yeah. But I also want to find my sound first before I just start, yeah. you know, putting out stuff. I feel like because honestly, I have I've ma- I've made songs, but they're n- never seen the light of day. It's just <laughs> it's just fun to just when you, especially when you're um, making beats, it's fun to just be like, all right. So you sing on them. Yeah, okay. auto tune, but yeah. Hey, trust me, I've done it. I've done it too, and I was like, "This is not for me." Yeah. <laughs> like, I love to sing, but no. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, because I'll hear, like, I know after I listen to this podcast, as soon as I hit play, I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god, no, that's it, my it's, voice." It's terrible. I'm like, but that's what I sound like. I remember when I first started podcasting, I heard my voice. I was like, I don't want to do this. Are you listening to yourself in the headphones? Yeah, now I'm used to it. Like, you become very much used I to it. But like, I can't. I listen to myself on video. I'm like, I sound like a The one cartoon. time I went into the studio, I was singing one of my friends. She's an artist and like, whatever. I love the song. So I was like, fuck it, you know? I've always wanted to be a singer. background vocals. Yeah, no. She, I was like, no, she wasn't there. Thank God. But like, I've always loved to sing. I love Selena since I was a kid or whatever. So, you know. Yeah. So I was like my little moment and I was singing her song. I can't sing. And then I could hear myself in the fucking... I can hear myself in the headphones and I'm like, no, oh this is horrible. Yeah. I was like, wait, you're listening to me? And the, my friend, he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I don't know how Please you guys can like listen to yourself. Delete it right now. The, yeah. This whole file, just delete it. Right no, he has it. I would say I'm more of an ad libber. Hit me up to do ad libs. That's cool. That's the best Can part about right now. It. That's the best part of making a song. <laughs> like a Migo ad The the best part of making a song is the ad libs. I swear, I like like when I make my song, it's really just me repeating the same three words I throughout. I swear, like anytime I always tell my friends that rap, they they fucking laugh because I'm like, yo, next time you go to the studio. Hit me up. Just have me in the I'm background. Gonna do like, I'm gonna just be in there, like every five minutes, just like bitch. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? So like back in like old school reggaeton, they would always have like girls moaning or like talking on the song. Dude, you know I was what? always like, how the fuck did they do that? They just called the bitch and they're like moan for me. 
Yo, and I'm like, yo, how did they get these phone calls back then on these sites? Supposedly, yo, somebody real. told me that the moaning comes from like you can get it like already. Uh, so, uh, but online. I thought that they would get the girl into the booth and be like, hey, moan on my mic for me. But like, but someone did moan on the mic. Of course, somewhere, someone, like, someone. Like, artist that was like, there's a song. Fuck, I forgot his. There's an artist that I know, and I'm like, every time he comes, now I just completely lost my train of thought. But there's an artist that he got his dick sucked while he was <gasps> listening to a song. No, That's while he was recording. Nuts. And now every time I listen to him or that song, you just I'm like, know. Oh my god. Yeah, that's not a. I'm like, that's a good. And he said it himself. I'm like, where is your engineer? Is pretty good, bro. That that's you see that's another thing. Rappers are rappers be another another rappers breed be, sometimes. Yeah, rappers be <laughs> feisty. Yeah, nah, that that. <laughs> I love I love like outlandish rappers though, because it's like if they won't be, who will be? You know. That's true. Someone has to be there to just to take to it to be the crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back then, like they had like Eminem doing crazy shit and like just Busta and like crazy people. Like, I don't know. It's funny how like they like completely off topic, but it's funny how like like because you brought up Eminem and I was like, it's funny how like they love you back then, but then they always some way eventually end up like not liking you, like not rocking with you. <laughs> I know in his mind he's laughing right now because I hate Eminem, man. Oh like, no, I I, I I I can't stand his music right now. Like thank that is you, girl. like it's, you know what? I really it. respect Eminem. Let me take that back. I don't hate Eminem. I can't hate anybody. But man. I don't know. The deterioration is it's crazy. It's never been there for me. Like, it's just never... <laughs> like, okay, like, some Eminem classics, I guess, for sure. But I don't know. Especially, like, after Not Afraid, like, when I was, like, in elementary school, I was like, yeah. Oh, my is, God. That, is, that was is, so long ago. <laughs> this is a downward spiral. This is, like, a Sprite commercial song. And, like, oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I hate to see that. I hate to see, like, such Do you feel commercial. Like- yeah, like... No, yeah, that that was commercial, commercial, and that commer- super commercial. Yeah, yeah, that was used in every commercial, like real commercial on TV, <laughs> probably like on ESPN, yeah, like ever. And we're getting super off topic, but just since we're on it, so my dad is a super Eminem fan, right? Mm-hmm. So back when we were kids, uh, we would take road trips to New York. We would never catch a flight. We would just <laughs> take the take the trip. I've been on that trip like fifteen times, and every time, the whole road trip, it's a like. I don't know how many song Eminem playlists. No. Eminem's greatest hits. <laughs> and it was Eminem from Florida to New York and New York to Florida every time. Oh, let me out. I'll walk. Oh, I'm my lying. God. I'm, I, nah, I remember the last time we took the trip, I was like, yo, I'm never doing this with y'all again. I love y'all, but I can't. I am 20-something years old just listening to Eminem no for way. 24 hours. Nah, no, I'm good. I can't do that. That's <laughs> It's like being in an Uber that doesn't let you take the aux. And you're just like oh. to it's like being at work without your AirPods. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, I used to work not that long ago at like this retail place. Man, that, the same playlist every day. That would Oh my God. Insane. Retail yeah. stores in their Forever 21 ass music. The That's Selena what I call it. Gomez fucking repeat song. And all those like, no. I I'd be can't. wondering where Selena knows hates Selena Gomez as a person, but I'd be wondering where her sales come from. Like certain artists, I'd be like, Kids, who? People love her. Yeah. I, I don't she's forever I just, an icon I, I was, feel like yeah. I love Wizards and the way we plays yeah she's she she's was fire <laughs> I like her as an actress I, I in music really I don't like her that much too. I mean, obviously I don't know her but I from what she I seems see, cool she, 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 I get really good energy from her yeah. like you know and I feel bad for her for like the things yeah, that, yeah I think I think she's gone through the short end of the stick a lot like with her career and just like in the public because I feel like 
you know, I mean, because Miley Cyrus was right there yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. And the <laughs> believers were like, that's the thing. Like, Miley Cyrus didn't date Justin Bieber. She just got smashed for like all the crazy shit she did, which yeah. I loved. But then Selena Gomez, it's like you have this whole like cult attacking you for whatever you do. I feel like they yeah. looked at Miley like Britney Spears, and then Selena's Christina Aguilera. Like they just had her like the good girl or whatever. And it's like she's like. I don't like her as a singer, but as an actress, I think yeah. she's great. Remember that song Miley Cyrus dropped? But Miley yeah. Cyrus had bops. Mike Will made it. Yes. Oh, yo, Mike Will made it produced the, the whole album. I was club. like, it was like her like little phase. <laughs> and then now like, she went through like a country I was phase. Like, Damn. That was like my ninth, tenth grade year. I remember that coming on on she the pep the, rallies. I'm like, yo, what do we do? And we Or when she twerked, when she twerked on MTV and everybody was going crazy and they're like, what the the yeah, me- the Wrecking Ball video, everybody's like, oh my god, this is an abomination. Nah, oh the god. memes came out saying she looked like uncooked chicken. Bye. <laughs> that shit was oh, crazy. Bro, that would, like, if that was me, I think I would literally just leave. I would leave, I would disappear. Like, I feel like people can be so mean, and it sucks because I probably laughed at that that's joke. What I'm saying, like, that's what also gives me, like, anxiety with being, like, in the scene I guess yeah. just being an artist in general because it's like I love what I do someone I out there is going to hate shows. you that's what I'm saying I don't I could do this forever like um, the goal is you know never like fame just money and yeah. like being able to be well, able to do family, stuff and like, yeah, yeah. Pro- provide for my family take care of myself like you know do all this stuff that I always thought about doing yeah Um, but fame is like the last the very furthest thing I ever want um, yeah, like you want to make money from doing what you love, but still have the ability to go exactly. down the street and do whatever you want without yeah. anybody. So, and I feel like being a DJ kind of falls in that, like DJ and like producers, you know, engineers. They're all part of the music scene, but don't really get the, all the shit that rappers do. Like they yeah, could yeah. walk down the street, and if someone knows them, it's really because they're just a diehard. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they really know. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're walking but in the street and be like, I really, I really, I really, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly. all Miley Cyrus. You're like, oh, wrong, wrong. Yeah. And like, I really do want to be like low key, I guess. Like, not low key, you know, still, I guess, um, involved, but still at a place where I don't need to do all the media and all that yeah. stuff. Because anything I post or anything I upload is not for, you know, public eye. It's because I like it. Yeah. And I'm going to post it. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> but that's that that's how I feel about like even this podcast like um I've learned to like only have people up here that I'm generally like interested in, in. interested we were in talking that. about that before yeah that I want to actually know their like story and like I'm like okay they that they seem dope and I want to learn more but it, and then it's hard because I'm sure you get this too like being a DJ or like just those messages where like people hit you up like yo like can you like shout me out or can you post this and repost that? And it's like, I hate that. Why are you asking me to repost it? That takes away the whole genuine like (laughs) aspect of it. And they're like, Hey, like I love those people that send you like a really long paragraph. And they're like, yeah, I really appreciate and support. Like I really fuck with you. And then it's like a long space. But repost this for me. And I'm like, or when they send you the post and like, can you drop a comment? It's like, that's what I'm saying. I don't even do that for myself. Like, I don't even promote, I don't even get promotion. I don't ask nobody for promotion. Like, I have like, I have like 91K on one of my mixes. Like, and that's all crazy because I never did any promo. I never paid anybody. I don't even know how to go about that. Like, and so it was just like, like, I don't know how to monetize. I don't know how to monetize. So I'm like, I'm not, you know, so. 
when it comes to that, it's just like, I'm not, again, I'm not doing nothing that I genuinely do not want to do. That's just a big no. Yeah. So you said you wanted to incorporate um your Colombian, um mm-hmm. how do you say that, background, right? Yeah. What's like your top like cumbia song or like any it like Spanish song. artist that you're like? What is that? Like cumbia? how how is that? Because I I've, I've, haven't heard it. Or I, like, don't I feel like it. cumbia, I know there's Colombian cumbia and there's Mexican cumbia are like, they're interchangeable. Yeah, there's a hundred percent different flavors. Like for example, like there's different forms of samba, but in mm. Brazil, mm-hmm. like you'll have different types of samba. Gotcha. So in Colombia, you'll have like certain cumbias where you'll get again like different drums, different trumpets, different everything. Gotcha. And you can specifically tell like in like um what's distinct and what sounds different. Mm. Um. So what I want to go with that is that kind of sound like genuinely makes me like i don't know it gives makes my skin like you know what i mean it makes your skin crawl yeah. kind of like and i really appreciate and love going to colombia when i did for the month because at first it was like i don't want to go i don't know about <laughs> it it was i had just quit like this job i hated yeah and um i had got this job no so yeah i worked at foot locker mm-hmm. some shit happened so I pretty much got fired from Foot Locker. From I quit before I got fired, right? <laughs> I could quit before I got fired. I was like, no, I'm not going out like that. Same. <laughs> so whatever, I did that. And then I was like mad sad about it. I was like, oh my God. Even though I was making like shit an hour. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? So I was like. Retail is terrible. Yeah, because I really love shoes though. You know what I mean? This is yeah. before, like back when I was in DJing and things like that. So it's like, oh, what? I, what are we going to do? No. Yeah. So stupid now, you know? So it was like, my sister was like, bro, fuck that job. Just come with me to Colombia. I'm going for a month with mom. Like, just come. And like, the drinking age is 18 over there. And like, you've never been? No, I had went a few times. I okay. went once when I was like six. And then one time when I was 12. But I didn't really have the best experience. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because, again, I didn't really have like kids. I was young, so I didn't have like my cousins. But my cousins are all different age gaps. Yeah. So I didn't really have kids to play with or like go out. Yeah. And like, um... My mom would take us to water parks and things like that, but it was like whatever, you know. Yeah. Um. So this time when I went, she was like, "You can hang out. The cousins are older now. Like they're drinking <laughs> ages eighteen. I was like, "No, nah, I don't think so." She said, "Bro, just come." But like, you know what? Fuck it. Last minute, I was like, "Just buy a ticket." They bought it. We went, and it was like one of the best trips I've ever had. Hundred yeah. percent. And for sure, I was hundred percent more ta- like, um, kind of like indulging in my culture, and yeah. it felt like I was really happy to be around what i was you know not blind to but um it's not every day you know what i mean because yeah. the only form of culture i really have is my parents at yeah. the moment um and a lot of my family doesn't live in miami so being able to go over there and be with like a like a large amount and all my family because i have a lot of family over there was like really you have really good style from what i'm seeing so please talk to us a little about that like how did you start? What's like your go-to? How do you describe your style? Let's start there. So um, I mostly am always pretty much in streetwear, like almost always streetwear. I do love dressing up like super girly and things like that, but mostly I love, you know, a nice baggy pant. I love sneakers, always in a t-shirt pretty much, um, a hoodie. That's usually what it is, but now I, um, you'll usually always see me in that, but now I'm like venturing deeper into fashion with like different textiles, patterns, um, and brands so now i used to work at this um i used to work at this store 
where <laughs> I would um, have to be surrounded around all these like high-end brands, like designer yeah. and things like that. So when I started getting more knowledgeable of the clothing and things like that, I started gaining more attraction to it. And I was like, okay, well, I um, had a manager that would tell me like, yo, you should move up to styling and do like styling or whatever. And I was like, I really do want to do that personal, but I don't want to do it for like rich people that have no idea what they're like. I can't connect with yeah, them. You know what I mean? Of course, I, they're not going to know. You can style anybody, give them something, but like, you know, people are really picky. And when yeah. it comes to certain things, like I kind of like would like to risk stuff or like be a little bit more funky with things like that. Yeah. So I feel like my style or my style would not fit well in a place like that. So I was like, all right, I kind of want to take it more again to like music videos or do things like yeah. this for stores, for shoots. Um, so he had took me to style for this one music video and I'm hoping to do um, more soon now. But yeah. I work at Sneaker Buyers in Wynwood. Um, so I have a bunch of like artists and like those type of people that come into the store and like stylists themselves, personal shoppers, things like that. Um, so that's also teaching me a lot and that's kind of where I want to go. Well, kind of like side, cause again, I told you, I do, I, my mind is just like, it can never do one thing. Wanna like do I have to do feel it. So things. it's like, okay, for now I'm going to do music and then it's all right, styling. And then I'll and, probably find something else eventually. And were your, any of the older women models, like role, like not role models, but the women figures in your life. Ever, were they into fashion? Or, or they or they questioned, oh, like, why are you dressing like a boy? Like No, because of... my sister, Millie, she's very tomboyish. Like, she dressed exactly like this. Like, and it's crazy. <laughs> like, I'll show you guys after. But, like, their pictures are... But she, back then, women would dress like that. This is an exact fit. Like, early yeah. 2000s, when my sister was in college, like, she always had crazy sneakers. Her and my aunt, they worked at sneaker stores, always had crazy yeah. sneakers. So when they would bring me in the sneaker stores, I'd be like, oh, my God. So it was kind of yeah. like now that I work at one that I used to be like, I want to work in one of these one day. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, And there's people like, um, well, for example, like my sisters, they pretty much formed like my entire style, like the baggy gotcha. clothing. Like it was never, of course, I get inspiration from um, things in the outside world, you know, yeah. from everything. But my sisters are definitely, like, my main point because I have three, and they're yeah. all older. Um, One of them went to fashion school. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. one of them went to, like, college for fashion for, like, a while. Um, So I remember when I was young, when she was in school, I would go through her stuff, and she had, like, these sketchbooks. Like, because, you know, when you're in college, like, they'll give you the sketchbooks, and they teach you how to draw the, the mannequins yeah. and the forms and the clothes. And she would make, like, these amazing, like, outfits with the colors and everything. I'll be yeah. like, oh, my God. So that's was kind of always gravitated me towards clothes. Um, and kind of just the final product of being able to put a bunch of stuff together and end up making it look good. Because I love being very versatile and, like, you know... I'll gladly mix some fucking things I got from Goodwill with like high end designer with yeah. whatever as long as it looks good. So it's never like a a set style where it's like oh I'm I'm bougie or like I only wear high yeah. end. Like a lot of my clothes is like thrifted or like you know what I mean like from local places or from local brands. I love yeah. supporting. Um, like for example, coming up, I'm doing a collaboration with this company called The Cause. And they're sending me clothes to style in it. Um, and all of their proceeds and profit go towards charity and go yeah. towards, like, you know, verdicts and things like that. So. And do you feel... Because I feel like in every field, there's, like, 
Uh, it's kind of like that thing where it's like, uh, bro, trust me, I'm a photographer. Like, yeah. type of thing. Yeah, do you yeah, feel like, do you feel like there's, you see people out there, and not even like on some hating like shit, but like, it's just like you see people out there who say, oh, they're a styler, fashion designer. And not you're like, yeah, I've worked with some <laughs> bullshitters. Like, it's just what it is. Like, every, like, still to this day, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, okay, like, um, I've dealt with some real, like, unprofessional, like, terrible shit. And yeah. that's why I'm very selective and picky. So people, like, a lot of people will be like, yo, we don't see you outside no more. You don't want to do shows. There's a reason. <laughs> like, you don't do shit. And I'm like, yo, I don't fuck with y'all. Like, you feel me? Get like, the hint. And it's like, ugh. Like, it's, it's not even that because I'm very supportive of, like, of su- I'm very supportive of, like, Florida yeah. and Miami and all these artists around. But it's like, bro, not everybody fucks with you. Yeah. And not everybody, like honestly has these good genuine feelings pure and intentions towards you and yeah. i and like especially I'm one in of the creative world exactly and i'm one of those people like not for nothing or whatever not to be one of those but i feel i feel like i genuinely feel energy off the rip you know what yeah. i mean like i feel very comfortable with you guys you know what i mean like yeah. good intentions but there's times where i get around certain people i go to work with and you and just the know room the is dark. Mm-hmm. and i'm like uh-uh. and it's like you gotta get your bag and that's it yeah <laughs> like you got I'm something with you guys like, like, i'm here for <laughs> money and i like we recently worked with like some people and it was just kind of like um it seemed very good in the moment but then slowly when you start kind of moving on you see like some people would just use you and it's like yeah. okay that's fine like some some things and some people you come across are going to be tools. Yeah. And just like a stepping stone or whatever. And like you guys help each other out. But you got to realize that like not everyone beneficial. wants to see you win, of course. And it's there's a very small amount of people that are going to want to see you surpass them. Like yeah. not everybody wants to see that yeah. at all. And it was kind of really hard for me, like, coming up because there was times where, like, I had these women that were in the industry and they were older. And I was only, like, 16, 17, you know what I mean? So when I put out videos or things like that of my work, they'd be like, um, oh, like, um, I don't know why people are, like, DJs. Like, I don't know why these people are, like, called even DJs. Da, da, da. And it's, so like... So throwing straight shots Yeah, and I'm, you, like, yeah. but... Let's sneak, Katie. Yeah. yeah, and it's, like, oh bro this, this girl was like 20 something like and i was like 16 like she was maybe like <laughs> over 25 yeah and i'm like yo like and it was like i followed you like and it was crazy because i was getting booked for these shows yeah um whatever i'm not gonna get into and she was detail. a dj as well no no <laughs> no she's not she doesn't dj she just kind of like hosts shows and does things or whatever like i'm not gonna get into but detail, it, bro. that's yeah. that sucks so much because like it's like all right the higher you go the more like paranoid or like Listen, cautious that, you get because you're like idols becomes your rivals things like it's not a joke because yeah. it's like at first like these are women that i used to like admire and like and it was i don't idolize you i don't want to be like you but it was i want to do cool shit like you and yeah. the fact that you come out of florida and you are you know a hispanic woman like doing cool shit like out here whatever like and it's like i really love to see that and i would love to do the same things or work with you or be able but it got to a point where like a woman over 25 years old and i was like 17 was i would get put on lineups for shows and she would tell them to take me off and they would hit me back (laughs) so i'd get booked for these things already like it was set and booked and i'm like yo we good for tomorrow wouldn't get hit back because it's dead i realized her name was on the on the event too all of a sudden so i'm like all right they want to see you do good but not better than them exactly and she probably felt threatened being that you're young and you have so much potential exactly and that's what i see like and it's like i i hate that you know what i mean because i love absorbing like information experience um anything i can be 
taught from anybody, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think everybody has, like, something teachable about them. And even if you don't, I feel like you could learn a lot from people, even if you don't see it right yeah. away. Um, so it kind of sucks to know that even though um, you can be in the same, I don't want to say the same shoes, but you could be in similar uh, spots to people, yeah, and they still will, no, like, so it's it's difficult for me because as humble as I, I would love to be and as and I feel like as humble as I genuinely am when I step into the scenes or like workplaces or things like that yeah. shows like I have to put on like this persona because mm-hmm. it's like um yeah I'm I'm like humble I'm nice I'm all these things like I'm I'm very caring and loving um but it's also like I can't let you get over on me like yeah. fuck that like there's too many people that will try to get over on you and um it's really easy to allow them to as well because they'll they'll sneak you yeah, and I, I can't have that at all. And it's like, it's like, cause at the end of the day, I feel like, yo, like, it's okay to give up game to people that wanna like come up and do the same things as you do. It's like it's okay to give someone exactly. helpful information. Like for example, people hit my line about, oh, I'm trying to start a podcast. Like <laughs> exactly. I to the point where I I think I I don't know if I told you this, but I think like no, no, I think I have an uh on my notes. Just a specific note with all the podcast this equipment. This man will literally it. copy step by yeah, step. Copy paste in the IG DM. I'm like, all right, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Yeah, and bro. just like, I, <laughs> mean, bro, I ain't no hater, bro. And he tells me all the time, like he'll get frustrated because it's funny. We're like night and day, but we mesh so well. And he'll be like, I'll be wearing something, and a girl will be like, Oh my god, this is so cute. Where you get it? And I'll tell her exactly where. You know what I mean? He's That's like, he's like, why you tell everybody where you get your shit from, bro? They're all good words. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, at the end of the day, they're not going to wear it like me. You know what I mean? That's like, how you wear it in your too. own way. And like, that's what's so fire about it. Like, you can do so many different things and you don't have to be a hater and you don't have to be negative. You don't have to be mean. You know, yeah. one thing don't I don't like that people mean. do though? Because like, so I model and whatever. I feel like I've had pretty good success, whatever. And yeah. I have girls that don't follow me. <laughs> Come on my DM and be like, hey, can you give me some tips on a start? Or girls from high school that would bully me. Or oh, like, hey, yeah. can you put me on? <laughs> Those are my favorite. Or people bro, that like- don't support anything. And I don't do things for support. Like, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. post a picture. I'm like, oh, if this person doesn't like it, then I don't fuck with them. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. But it's like, you know, you notice the people that actually genuinely support with your exactly. art. Yeah. Like, bro, someone that won't. And then they'll hit you up talking about, oh, help me. And it's exactly. like. Exactly. Nah, I'll have the. Bro, Come I on. have those bitches that grilled me in high school. Like they, you <laughs> know those what are I the, mean? the like, ones. That always. Were like, oh yeah, I like whatever. And then now it's like, oh, we should work. We should and work. It's like, Let's collab, collab, bro. Can you help me? No. I'm trying to get into the scene. Like no. no, it's not about hating. It's just about like I feel like that's just. People just have no like audacity. And like co- you have a lot of audacity. audacity. And like, collab would mean that you have equal like like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it's, it's like, mutually nah, beneficial. I'm not, I'm not trying to have that energy on my yeah. feed though. Thanks. Also, it's like you could give people the tools, but they don't have like the sauce. Like, you exactly. Know what I mean? like, they don't what have the hell your... are we gonna collab on, bro? You just want me to put my name on something. <laughs> exactly, like, and then they get the. You just want your clout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which and it's like terrible. again, like it's not even about all that because it's like um. Whatever. of course I've never been famous or whatever like and it's cool and all I guess for people that are famous but I feel like it's almost like I've been popular so now it's at a point where it's like y'all can have that do you feel like that's oh, why yeah. you've because beca- you, you said that there's a point where you're doing that a lot and then you've be- oh at least with the music scene mm-hmm. and then you've become more reserved with it do you feel like you felt like 
you got like burnt out earlier on and now you're like all right let me just pace myself and it's almost like not even burnt out i just got cautious you know what i mean because i got a very good idea of how the scene is and how this industry is and how it moves and how people move you know what i mean just every day like um so it's more like i want to be very selective on what i do and where and i don't care how long it takes you know what i mean that's the whole point of the process yeah but i'm not gonna rush nothing to to um what's that word um to no not appeal well yeah appeal or yeah accommodate accommodate (laughs) to you know anybody fuck that Mm -mm. that's that's that and i don't want to you know even those people that um once because i don't mind working with anybody you know what i mean yeah. and if you're dope whatever but if you're one of those people that once had bad something to say about me or and now you want to come around and whatever like you're yeah. definitely not getting that <laughs> i don't care like and that's that's what i'm saying like at the end of the day the people that i need to fuck with me and the people that inspire yeah. me and the people i've worked for and done and artists you know what i mean i, I like that's all i need you know what i mean yeah. i know all the right people i am co-signed by all the right people i feel like i need to be co-signed by it like i have been reassured by the people who only i give a fuck to be reassured about yeah so anybody else's word or whatever doesn't mean nothing it really did back then it really did to me but then (laughs) as i got older it was just like nah yeah that that i feel like that's the moment where like you know like you learn how to not move the way everyone else wants you to move but you once you learn how to move because it's the way you want to move. I feel like that unlocks everything else. Because like you said, when we're younger, when we're younger creatives just trying to like make a type of name, we're like, all right, I guess we just got to do this because that's what we got to do. But then exactly. you're like, no, fuck that shit. Like, I'm going to do it on my own time. And like you said, you have the right people and the right people co-signing you exactly. so that you feel just, you know, more secure in your position. And you're like, all right. Exactly. And that's what it's all about because, again, like... um even aside from everything, like, again, I'm human, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, just to keep my mental right, I don't associate with a lot of stuff. Like, I don't, there's just a lot. Like, my circle's as small as, as it has, like, yeah. ever been, you know? And I'm appreciative of that because I need that right now, you know what I mean? Just yeah. to give me more focus on what I need to do and what I want to do with my life. Um. But, yeah, like, I don't just to protect your own like i don't know just to protect your energy your soul your mind you know what i mean your feelings anything because again being an artist is very harsh in any aspect no matter what you do like being involved in any industry is harsh whether you're a model you do podcasts you know what i mean there's always like these standards or this feeling of like oh i need to catch up or like these these there's a lot of comparison yeah Yeah. like how do i do this and I feel like a lot of people get lost in these constructs where they feel forced to be this idea or this usual, you know, silhouette of whatever they feel like should be like what they need to be. Yeah. And I feel like they truly lose themselves in it. And freedom. Yeah. And I felt like for a while I had got stuck in a place where I was like, all right, like, I, f- I feel like what I'm doing right now is not really sitting well with me. Yeah. I, it doesn't feel like me. So It eats at you for sure. It, yeah. And I was like, this doesn't feel like me. I don't want to do this. Like, and there was like, I just changed kind of like back 
real quick to who I genuinely was because it was like I don't want to go down like one of these paths and it's very easy to get lost you know what I mean yeah because you feel this drive and this need and this like rush to be like I need this now I need this now yeah. you feel like you're not making any moves exactly like, and stagnant. it's like you make moves every day and don't even notice you know yeah. what I mean and there's days where Thanks. I'm like fuck like I'm there, there's days where I'm like oh I'll wake up like down on my ass and I'm like oh, uh, what if I'm not making enough music what if people just stop caring like <laughs> whatever then da, da, da. but it's like every day you know what i mean i have like luckily i'm blessed i have people tell me i'm like dope or whatever yeah. small things like you're dope you're beautiful your style this we'd love to do this with you like and yeah. i'm blessed enough to have that and even though it may not be at a caliber that um you know uh other people are at or you know even at the level that i would like to be at because yeah. i would like to see myself elevate at a point where i'm working with um you know, high end people and things yeah. like that, and high people in the industry. I'm still appreciative of it, man. Like even small stuff, like we, like I'll go places like normal, and I don't think anything of any. I don't think I'm shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I ain't shit. Nobody <laughs> is to me. You know what I mean? So we'll be out eating, and someone will come up and be like, "Yo, are you you?" And the other day, it's it's kind of like a panic because you don't know what they're gonna say. <laughs> is it like, do you hate me? Are you gonna are you gonna say something like, you know what I mean? Like. And just be like, yo, you suck, or like, yo, I fuck, oh you know what I mean, or like, is it I fuck with you, like, because you yeah. know, people are weird, you know, what I mean? you never definitely. know what people are gonna come to you with. The other day we were at Earl's and this girl came up to me, she's like, yo, are you? I was like, yeah. She was like, yo, I really fuck with you, and I was like, thank you, man. And it's small things like that where it's like, okay, like, damn, like, I really ain't shit, but there's still people out there who are still willing to like give me that. Yeah, and, like, people you like know. you probably would never expect. Or you exactly. don't know them, you know. Acknowledgement, <laughs> just things like that. Small things like that are like the little things matter the most to me. You it's, know what I mean? And you don't gotta be rich or be, you know, the biggest person or whatever. Like all that adds up. And I feel like it builds you into a person and like, you know, person you want to be. When you're playing, do you feel and I feel like every creative in a way when like when they're doing what they do, it's like a different feeling. Like it's a different like, like at least zone. for me, when I'm doing what I do, it's like I feel like different. Like I'm a different person. Not exactly. a different person, but like it's like your alter ego. It feels like you're do you feel like that? To, I feel like almost like that idea in your mind of like like a dream. You know what I mean? Like everybody has dreams. So yeah. I feel like when you're in that moment where it's like people don't even realize like yo, like we overlook things every day because some people just see it as like day-to-day day-to-day stuff yeah. but it's like we overlook so many things like for example anytime i do a show anytime you model anytime you do a podcast like that's yeah. simply living out your dream you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's that it doesn't happen right away like there's stepping stones and there's levels to you know getting there but it's the beginning and i feel like once you get to a point in the long run or in the end where you're like I can look back at everything I did and you remember those moments. It's like the whole time, like you were living out your dreams, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's. But once you're like playing, like, I don't know, would this be a stage? Like, do you just play on oh, stage? Oh, that's a different feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like, it's, how do you feel? Like, it's, it's almost. Is that like, Tommy and then Brie? Yeah, or, it this feels, is Brie right now? Yeah. So it's like every day, it's like regular, regular. As soon as I hit the stage, it's just like, wow. Cause it's a great feeling being able to like see an artist like and get because it's the perspective like you're behind the, com- mm-hmm. the computer like but yeah. it's also like damn there's a lot of pressure like <laughs> everything they're doing is on me right now so it's like all right but especially it's when it's yeah luckily i've done artists for people i really appreciate like i was a huge young Simi fan huge mm-hmm. lucky fan or whatever 
So when I was able to do shows for them, it was like, um, you know, to most people, obviously, they're not that big or they're not, you know, like billboard charting artists. Yeah. But it's like, to me, it's like, damn, I really fuck with them. I used to listen to their music like in the car. Just, you know what I mean? Just I love this song. And now yeah. it's I'm on stage with you and you're giving me your USB. <laughs> and I have a big responsibility <laughs> and I can't fuck this up. So but after it was like. It's like once you see it, it's like damn. And I feel like mostly it hits me the next day when it's like, yo, I really did that. Yeah. And I want to keep doing it. But um, again, like I'm not going to do stuff I don't really want to. And yeah. the scene isn't. Got to be exclusive sometimes. Yeah, it kind of. like, And again, like exclusive, selective, because it's like yeah. I, I appreciate the scene right now. And I have a lot of friends that are in the music industry right now and in the underground scene where they're making a lot of noise and they're great. Yeah. Um, but, like, even aside from them, it's, like, there's nothing that's gravitating me towards, you know, <laughs> anything. Right? Yeah. Here. It's not as, for you, it's not as, I don't know if it's motivating or inspiring mm -hmm. right now. So you're kind of like, all right, I'll just. It is. It's just kind of like. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's A lot of people <laughs> in, like, different creative things feel that way, too. Like, you can get offered so many things and you're just, like. Yeah, I don't think that's for me right now. And you yeah. just kind of like, yeah, it doesn't mean that you're not working. It just, mm -hmm. sometimes you just, I don't know. At least for me, it's like, I had a point where I wanted to take every gig because I thought like if you were constantly, like every day you had a gig that you were so popping and like, that's what you had to do. But then yeah. it got to a point where it was like, I was doing things that I didn't want to do <laughs> yeah. that I thought, you know, it yeah, wasn't yeah. my thing. And then I felt like unfulfilled. Yeah. So right now it's kind of like, now I just take selective things and it's not that I'm stuck up or whatever. It's just kind of like, I want to protect my energy and like not waste my time. Not hundred percent. I think people like devalue themselves and you know, they don't think they're good enough to yeah. whatever, but in reality they are, you know what I mean? I feel like every human being is equal. And I think that if you feel like you're genuinely like, too good for something then you're too good for something you know yeah. what i mean and i feel like it's a genuine feeling we feel and if you know that i can gain more from this or i can you know pass out on this and do better like or if you're not even gaining much from that situation because again like um people damn the word just crossed my mind people will use you um for exposure yeah you know what I mean? Just to have you on something, but you don't really get anything from it. Yeah. So the whole time, they're benefiting, not They're you. leeching off of you. Exactly. Yeah. They're benefiting, not you. So you're losing a lot. You you're losing I mean? your time, too. Exactly. Um, and I don't think you should share your shine with, like, just everybody. Even yeah. being around certain people will have you, like... Um, I think it affects the way you work with some people. Because, again, like, I've worked with people and it made me feel like, oh, what if this person's weird, too? Or, like, what if, you know yeah. what I mean? Like... So I really do avoid all that stuff. Um, I always try to teach myself everything. So now I'm trying to get into like... <laughs> to be more independent yeah, and not rely so, on... Yeah, so like I literally teach myself everything. Like I'm yeah. teaching myself how to sew, teaching myself how to like um, film, teaching yeah. myself how to do like photography on my own. And I do have like a photography page, but it's not like nothing crazy. Like I know like... The thirty-five millimeter photographers <laughs> cringe at my at my photos. Who gives a fuck? They cringe like at it? my photos. Oh no! But again, like I don't give a fuck. I got like a like a two thousands like little camera. Yeah. It's pink. It's Sony. I, I love it. And it takes a uh, digital. Yeah, it's a digital yeah. camera. And one day, like my sister was just like, "Yo, you want it?" Like she was cleaning out her closet. She's like, "Bro, this shit's like." A, I think a I used dinosaur. to have that one. She's like, <laughs> like it's pink it and it's like yeah, it's like chrome pink. And she's like, "I'm gonna throw it out," and I'm like. Mm. Let me see. 
So I took a photo and when I went to the beach with him and I took a photo of him, I was like, oh, I'm keeping this shit. Where do you get them developed? Like the film store? Or? No, I just uploaded to a computer. Oh, yeah, oh shit, I'm not. Yeah. Why am I yeah. acting like this is like a <laughs> so like, yeah. and, people, and it's crazy because people ask me like, Yo, how do you develop your film so fast? <laughs> like, nah, fam, I'm, like, I'm uploading. Because now, like, the wave now with photographers is like, let's do film, let's do film. And yeah. then you have to wait for them to fucking go yeah. to the film What's store. What's that place in Winwood? Bellows? Bellows Film Lab? Bellows, yeah, they're like, what do you go, Bellows? I'm like, film is, I'm like, yeah. is coming back. So. Dude, it's yeah, everywhere. At first, I didn't like it. Because uh, I am I changed my poses really quickly. And with yeah. film, you can't do that. Yeah. So yeah, when we first I'm, shot. That's why I love digital. When yeah. we first shot, and I saw the pictures, I was like, I want to retire. Get, like, I'm never doing this again. You, you get whitewashed, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I was super white. So I'm I was like, like yo, no. if I look good and then you take my photo and I look like Michael Jackson, I'm going to be <laughs> And you can't Michael. edit it. That's a problem. So no, it's like, that's I like, exactly. I like, you know, my reg, you know. Yeah, I feel Put like that little digit, like, film filter exactly. on it. Exactly. I do so. digital because it gives me more range. Like, I can edit, like, more just vastly overall with everything. I can record on it. I can yeah. do everything. So... It's like, okay, yeah, I guess film, cool. And I feel like that that's it's dope how now, because you know how when we look back at history, we see like we could visually see all the different eras. Yeah, now but, we're going back. But I feel like now we're in this weird spot where we could just literally choose what era we want to like exactly. be in. It's like, you see people who were dressed like 2000s, 90s, and like even further back, or like, you know, go forward and really push the boundaries. So I, I feel like it's dope. And I, the internet and social media has helped that. Um, with just you know exposing people to the different like I guess aesthetics and yeah, yeah. like designs and it's constantly at your face all the time so that's why like now it's like oh film is back because you know people saw trends man yeah, trends that's man. really what like, it is man people get film everybody wants film yeah. I got yeah I recently just started shooting on um like a VHS camcorder now so oh I my god and try to make like videos I kind of want to make a YouTube. Do it. Like for when I'm at work. Just yeah. everything random I do. Because we do come across some funny ass moments. We realize yeah. in our life. And we're just like. Oh she recorded this kind of yeah. stuff. Um, Just have extra content again. Like an extra form of like just income. Like if I can make YouTube money. Why I, wouldn't I want YouTube money? I'm, I would strongly believe that every like creative. <laughs> no matter what you do. You should just have a camera. You should just own yeah, a camera. Yeah. And my like my sister too. Like she had a bunch of cameras. And she just doesn't use them. So she has a Nikon right now. Mm-hmm. I know she's going to listen to this. So she has an icon and she says she's like not trying to give it to me because she's like, I don't know, I don't trust you with it, but she doesn't use it. So I'm just trying to take it. So you're about to rob her, right? I'm trying to use that as a video camera for sure. Yeah. For YouTube or whatever. And it's really nice. It's like one of the nice cameras. Yeah. I got, I got, I started off with, uh, because kind of like you, I kind of just dipped my hands into everything like music production. Uh, writing, photography, this podcast, producing, yeah, producing, uh, and so like I started off with like a Canon T six I, like you know one of those very start off starter cameras, and it helped. I've had that for like almost like three years now, and now I'm like, all right, now let me upgrade. So I recently got like the ninety D, and it's like, oh wow, I was really like. My old camera really wasn't shit. Like, <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's what I'm trying to, like, aside from my digital, I want to, like, be able to find a camera. I'm trying to look for, like, a maybe, like, an like a 80s type of professional camera. Yeah. To get, like, a certain... I'm looking for, like, Film a, camera? Yeah, like, I'm looking for a certain kind of look. I don't know if you guys follow, like, um... You guys know the rapper Currency? 
uh, Currents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay-Z recently did, like, a weed line. You know how Jay-Z recently yeah. released, like, his cannabis line or whatever? <laughs> this is crazy. So his promo photo, um, the promo photo for, like, the weed, I guess, is, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're trying to make it look like all oh, this bougie high-end weed or whatever. <laughs> and it's Currency and a Lady May, like, in a pool playing, um, what's that? What's that name? What's that game with the little pebbles? Um, Mag- Mancala. Mancala. Okay, gotcha. so they're playing like Mancala, and they're sitting. But the shot on that photo is like. I'm gonna look this up. Oh my god, it's so beautiful! Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of look I'm trying to go for right now. Is trying to. I really want to get my hands on something that looks similar to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I really want to. Um. You know. One day I love movies, so one day I want to make a movie real bad. I want to make horror movies. I feel my like favorite genre. I call like movies and film kind of like the just the combination of all mediums. Like yeah. to make a movie, you have to deal with writing, music, acting, like this one, artwork. Sorry, I cut you off. One hundred percent. That is so dope. That photo is that insane. Is... Okay. Yeah, I got yeah, you. That's an insane. Just yeah. even like the the thought to even do that. Just the blues, the moon yeah. on yeah. the water. Like, what camera did they take that on? That's insane. And it's actually um, an inspiration photo from an older photo that they remade. Mm-hmm. So the older photo back then is from like the eighties, but both of them are like an insane shot. Okay. I feel like. Still. Yeah, movies one hundred percent. I don't know. I feel like a different feeling when like because there's those movies where it's just like wow. I don't know. Cuz there's times in life where you know it's like, oh, I feel like I'm living in a movie." Yeah. So I You're like, the main character. <laughs> yeah, I am the main character. But I love those like films that make you like, I don't know. For example, the other day I watched The Ford Project. Amazing film. I love that movie. That movie just sounds a different type of feeling. Like I don't know what it is. Maybe What's the like, movie called? A Florida Project. A Florida it's Project. on Netflix. That's what Bobby Fisi was inspired on. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're familiar I'm, with A24? Oh, oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm a super fanboy. <laughs> Bro, yes, exactly. So yeah, yeah. watch a Florida project oh, when you, you get a chance as soon as okay, you Okay, now that... It's with yeah. the kids that live in Orlando and the fact that it's shot here. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you're I haven't Orlando seen it yet, though, and you're so. driving and it's like, oh, but then... The that's shot, a movie where it's like the mom is like, or the sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the tone of the movie is like the... Bro, cinematically, the way the movie looks, yeah. like they made Orlando look like... Well, like wow gotcha just the colors in the movie the tones the saturations I'm telling you that's the what the music video was based on they had me read from that movie stills is like the, yeah. the music video with the uh, La Difisi that uh-huh. was based on that a Florida oh, project is Florida project. crazy yeah you should watch it it's a very emotional film but I feel like it's very like homegrown especially coming from Florida like if you watch like um, for example like Queen and Slim mm-hmm. even that movie when they're driving through Florida and everything um that's a kind of I don't know like that's a kind of um, style that I would like to create one day yeah. or things like that you know what I mean what's one fashion trend that you hope never comes back <laughs> <laughs> for me it has to be low rise jeans <laughs> I love low rise <laughs> like, no just for me I like on me I feel like no I, I wear some the other day and I was like I'm in 2002 <laughs> But you know what? It's weird because like I always liked Brad Stalls as a kid. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like I modeled myself after. Yes, bro, exactly. That's so, why I, I wore one the other day to brunch so, and I was like, I am. So it's like obviously I was a little kid when like that was popping. I couldn't dress like that. So now exactly. that I can, but it's like I don't know why I can't do low rise jeans. Like just on me, I can't. But like gotcha. what would be one trend that you're like, hell no? 
I know you're like, oh my god, I have so many. Um, Please enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the, not the. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but the felas to me. Oh, <laughs> I feel like people just did the most with that. Bro, I'm gonna get a tag. You guys, are, I'm gonna get a tag. Oh, you fuck with the felas? No, I hate the felas. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get, gonna be like, well, I wear felas. I hope those Adidas superstars, like that little oh, trend. Remember when all the white girls were wearing them? The shelter. Yeah, bro. but on only, only. You know, Babe recently dropped some shell toes, and I was like, okay, I can fuck with this. But then I see original superstar, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> um, what can end what trend? Damn, that's a good question. Something like I really hate. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the neon skinny jeans from the, the oh my god the, the jerk days. <laughs> you just unlocked the virus. I know, I know I could think of something like amazing right now, but I can't. I know that it's gonna hit me like a when few you're days taking a from shower now. I'm gonna be like, I should have said this. <laughs> I hope athleisure and like streetwear never goes out of out of style. Oh it's hell like, no, I especially nowadays. Nah, I'm telling you, like, I always used to be. I never thought I would wear anything baggy, just because like. I've always been like very like girly and stuff. And I feel like Miami too, like people are always either naked or like wearing super tight clothes. So to see that everybody is evolving to like looking comfortable and like all of that, I've, I'm like, and with the pandemic. Tribal leggings, I got it. Ew. Tri- you said tribal like oh, or the, the one ones with the, the cross, the galaxy, <laughs> the galaxy ones, disgusting. the galaxy ones. Yeah, no, those that's... were an act of terrorism. Those need. To and go. what are you, like? What's your favorite that you're glad it came back? You're like, I hope this never goes out of style. Big ass clothes because it's like, dead though. ass. For real, little, so I'm like, man, I don't care. I'll go outside dressed like Soulja Boy all summer. I'm telling you, and even <laughs> with the pandemic, like before, I would never like go anywhere with sweatpants, and now I'm just exactly. like, I'm really going to sweatpants. Really I wouldn't. He knows. I would. I would never even wear sneakers like that. Everywhere now comfortable I'm like, as can be. Bro, the other day I felt because I went with him like to a club for his birthday or whatever, and everyone was like all dressed up heels, and I'm in like fucking sneakers, and I'm like, damn. Like next time I'm gonna dress up, but at the same time I'm like, I'm glad I'm cozy, man. Yeah. Are those your pink Crocs? <laughs> oh no no no! It's my girl. Amazing. Yeah. She's a barb. Wait a minute, are those hers? Oh no, I think those are roommates. <laughs> Shout out those pink crocs. Yeah. The stock, the, the market oh. is going crazy because of Nicki Minaj. She's about to drop like tonight. Yep, yeah. She's going to drop crocs? Tap in. I don't know about wish. crocs. Oh. She took a photo. Yeah, she hasn't posted a photo in a long time. Yeah. So she hasn't the posted. Went yeah, crazy. Exactly. I'm a barf, so I, I, uh. fuck, I fuck with it. She posted a photo in, in some pink crocs and the uh, Crocs website crashed. Oh shit! After she posted the photo, and you know what makes me mad? Cause I've been telling him, I'm like, yo, I want some Crocs, and he's like, I'm not gonna fuck with you yeah, if you wear Crocs. And I asked all my friends, I'm like, yo, do you guys still <laughs> fuck with me if I wore Crocs? And they're like, Crocs, and I'm like, girl, yeah, why? I want to put. Right. When Bad Bunny dropped his Crocs, I'm a huge Bad Bunny fan, but I was like, I cannot do that. <laughs> why? I cannot but do why? that because I'm that- not gonna buy plastic shoes for sixty dollars. I'm Damn. sorry, I love you, but no. But that's what I'm there like, yeah, no. But they're like, get the Yeezy slides. I'm like. Bro, I'm like, I'll wear the Yeezy slides, but I really want, I'm like, okay, but aside from the Yeezy slides, I want some Crocs. And I told him, I'm like, <laughs> she's very committed about yeah, the Crocs. I told this man dropped. Ago, he literally sold them out. Yeah. 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 I want pink Crocs. And I was like, watch, bro. Watch. One day, you're going to no, see no, why no, I wanted the Crocs. Re- the revolution shall be done. <laughs> and you know what? I'm mad. And I waited too long because now getting pink Crocs is going to be like. Impossible. Bro, nobody wants to, bro, nobody wore Crocs, bro. Kanye made the cool Crocs and Watch. everybody was like, That's wow, true. Crocs are pretty cool again. Whatever, bro. I promise you, bro. I'm going to drop a pick and some Crocs. Bro. 
What's your? Wear Crocs outside and people would laugh at them, bro. Yeah. Oh, fuck, they can laugh all they want. Look at his toes through the holes in those. <laughs> I I remember I wore some to. I had pink ones at Disney World when I was like um, seven. And I remember getting a lot of blisters. And then I was like, Wait. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, I was like, I guess I was scarred. I was like, I'll never. Because my friend told me, she's like, once you get Crocs, there's no such thing as shoes, bro. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I I feel like maybe it's because when I was little, my aunt would get me and my cousin Jada, like, matching Crocs. So she'd always take us to, like, the... Well, she'd always take us to those stores where we would get like the little the pins we'd always get the pins yeah and we'd go crazy we'd get a bunch so I feel like I just like popping in the little thing and get her some pink Crocs that's what I said he said no bro damn son but what about some tan ones some, some tan yeah these are Yeezys yeah these are Yeezys the new foam runners what's your favorite sneaker ever oh my that's, that's tough a good question. for me it's gonna it gotta be the Jordan 4s Jordan 4s Probably like a Nike blazer. I'm not into sneakers at all, so I'm like, I need to look all this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to see? Your Converse, bro. My Converse. You got more Converse. Yeah. Than you got I love the style of Converse, like a good Chuck. Oh, yeah. Feel me? But nah, like a Nike blazer is probably my favorite, low or high. Like, I would love to make a bunch and a bunch of colors. I would, if I could make my own, I'd make like a million of different colors. That or probably Jordan. Jordan 6s. I really just like the way they look, the mm-hmm. style of them. They're all weird. And if you put like colors on them, they look cool. You know what I mean? I feel that. But I mean, I feel like we're wrapping up now because okay. we, we, this is a very nice conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, is there anything you want the audience to take away from this? Any last. Anything we can expect? Yeah. Anything coming up? <laughs> okay, so hopefully in the summer, you know, I'm able to drop new mixes. Um, I want to be able to eventually start up a YouTube, so that might be coming a lot more, you know, closer than usual or than expected. <laughs> so once I get the camera, I will make the YouTube. I also do want to get started on creating my own shoot. So hopefully, you know, I can get some shoes or some pieces or something made stamped with my name and my brand because I do want that to be in motion very soon. <laughs> And as for everything else, um, kind of like a wild card. So if anything new comes up, you know. Completely by random. Yeah, yeah completely by random. You guys will see it up on there. But yeah, anyway. All right. So yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And it's hilarious because, man, it's the left of you. I'll be on in the next ones. <laughs> <laughs> now you know the way. You won't get lost. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm the star today. <laughs> yeah. He's, nah, he's he, he, went, <laughs> he was good. He sat there, let you just have the whole yeah. sandwich. Just yeah, crinkled sandwich. up all the subway. Just you need to get her some pink Crocs, though. Yeah. Huh? You need to get, to get some, you some pink Crocs. Oh, yeah. for sure. My birthday's nah, coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the pink Crocs. But... Go ahead, bro. I'm gonna wear them out everywhere. I'm gonna look at what you wear. I'm gonna walk right behind you. Just hold your hand. Wear them twenty years show. Every time I swear, every time I walk, you just hear the SpongeBob boots. May I take your order? Happiest fucking white crocs. Oh my god, yeah. SpongeBob references for days. Bro, I love SpongeBob. Is like, I feel like SpongeBob gives you character. Like, if your if your parents let you watch SpongeBob, which I don't understand why parents didn't. I've never watched that show. You never, you never watched a whole bunch of shows that she'll name that I have not watched. I watched Cartoon Network and like regular shit. Like, I didn't watch like. What was your favorite like childhood show? He didn't watch like. 
Did you watch? You didn't watch didn't like watch American Dragon, Jake Long. Oh my god, American Dragon! He didn't watch Camp Rock, like the Disney Channel original movies. He didn't see. He never seen Johnny Tsunami. Nah. <laughs> you know what like, show I love on Cartoon Network? Which one? fucking Johnny Bravo? Oh, Johnny Bravo. But like now watching, I'm like, yo, this guy. Like <laughs> a lot of guys model themselves after yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big kid, code name kids next door. Oh my god, yes. That was like my number one. And encourage the cowardly dog. Like that shit was that shit was scary. Yeah, that scary. dude outside at the door that shit he would beat that dog's ass like, Yo, he, would just, he would just make me cringe like I didn't like whenever like the grandpa or whatever would make him mad so he'll run to Mary and he'll just be like the fucking right. big ass foot with the five mafia toes oh, like, come here say why, why was that show even allowed to be for kids that shit was scary that and like the graphics chicken. were crazy but that chicken would come on like at like one and I'll be like oh, that shit's fire they turned on they turned on like courage like right before Adult Swim because they knew yeah. it, was like, it was like nighttime. <laughs> at yeah. hours <laughs> yeah. I remember my mom would be like don't watch that and I would watch it that <laughs> okay so mom turns off scared. the TV as soon as they <laughs> lowers the volume <laughs> <laughs> it's like sliding the DSM oh, in the pillow shit. Oh man, but uh, yeah, I have to cut it off so, uh, sadly because you know it is late. <laughs> but um, again, thank you so much for coming, thank and you. feel free to like honestly drop by whenever. Like, obviously, he- heads uh, heads up notice because nice. I'll be yeah. back. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be back to- for real, just sitting <laughs> on the side. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. Oh man, no, yeah, that definitely welcome. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for coming. Shout out to Yuli for coming by as thank you for having me. Uh, my co-host. Um, shout out to you for coming again. <laughs> shout out to Made by Circa. Shout out to Spectre Worldwide. Shouts via JoJo. Media by Kai. Um, 6.1 with two E's. Um, drop your ads. <laughs> <laughs> at Tommy Madera. Um, at Tommy underscore Madera. Um, again, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, shout out Ego. Shout out Michael Circa. Shout out you guys for having me. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. I love to see local podcasts. I love to see all of this because I love seeing the outcome of you guys growing and being very successful. And I wish that all upon you. So, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just a cute little vibe. <laughs> All right. So, goodbye, guys. And we'll be back very, very soon, actually. Thank wow. you. <laughs>